are Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles. And this is a special week in L.A. sports as the one and only Vin Scully calls his final game as the Dodgers announcer. After 67 years in the broadcast booth, Vin is calling it. 67 years. Is seven? He's been calling wow. it. Yeah. 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 Very true. After seven months of doing this podcast, that feels like forever. I can't <laughs> imagine 67 <laughs> years. He doesn't have years. four other unsufferable people it's, doing it. <laughs> that could be it. Although Ben's not here. so uh, uh, you know. <laughs> silver lining. We love you, Ben. This is our Vin Scully tribute show. Of course, we'll also have updates on USC, UCLA Rams, Dodgers, Galaxy, all of that. And more. And more. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, we can officially abandon the Angels updates. Because <laughs> it's already a jam-packed show. So let's welcome the guys. Victor Costello. Hashtag thank you, Vin. Oh, I love it. Darren Besa. We love you, Vin. Uh, and Eric the Portuguese, Hammer Vieira. Just want to say, you all are the wind beneath my wings. Oh, <laughs> that's magic. I'll tell you, that's a testament right there to what a guy he is. Because... I feel like if anyone else had played an 80s bet song corny, but and you, sang you, it, you got to buy yeah. it. No one yeah, else could have got right. away no, with that. No. Vin does it no. and you love it. Yes. Right. And you it was amazing. It alone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Vin. We're going to miss that guy. More on Vin momentarily. First, I have something I need to ask even before we get into the Dodgers <laughs> clinching the National League West. What is the deal with this World Cup of Hockey, and when am I going to stop getting these stupid ESPN updates? Is this thing almost over? There's Vic, your and more. You know most about yeah. hockey. Yeah, it's almost over. Yeah, Canada's going to win it all. Um, Shocker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's the worst part. Your is every update I get is like, Canada did this. Canada oh, I did that. I wonder why. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you need to change your Canadian citizenship on the app. Then. You know what? <laughs> Gotta be American. <laughs> dare you? How dare you? You're all Canada. I'll tell you the, confu- all the, time. the confusing thing to me is there's Canada, the United States, and then there's a North America team. Yeah, North America. And then there's Wait, what? Sweden, yeah. Russia, Finland, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then a Europe team. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't so, even make sense. Yeah. Let's get it's it together, really World Cup of Hockey. Yeah, that's... I, I mean, as a soccer fan, are you offended that they're calling this World Cup of well, why anything? Don't we, why don't we just do USA, <laughs> Mexico, Canada, and, and uh, you know, Haiti? There we go. That's a team. Yeah. <laughs> a team, team, you know, on the continent of, uh, and uh, in the ocean. I love it. I don't know. That's not I know. a thing. And I should have t- thought that through. Sadly, Team USA went 0-3. Ooh, and uh, we're out good. in yeah. the first, yeah. So I've been getting stage. all these updates for nothing. I don't, even, I don't read much. them. It's just they, they keep going off and draining my battery. Is there anything <laughs> of relevance that we need to report? Um, Gabrick uh, from the Kings actually got hurt, so he's going to be out a few weeks. So, exactly uh, what you unfortunately don't want. for that, Ouch. yeah, it's kind of sad. But he'll be back. He'll be back. Good stuff. Moving on, on to yeah. positive <laughs> stuff that we actually care about: the Dodgers clinched the National League West. Yes. Woo! Get the <laughs> We've covered the tarps. We're spraying the champagne. We're wearing our goggles. <laughs> Painting a picture for you all right now, Vic. I oh. don't want to. I don't oh. want to spoil it because I feel like you would do this story more justice. We were at the game, Vin's last game on Sunday. It was. Amazing. First of all, I think it's the one of the few games in LA history where uh, I think everybody stayed. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean like You're it absolutely was right. packed. It was packed. Um, other than Laker, you know, possibly winning a championship, you never see <laughs> everyone <laughs> staying. Yeah, yeah, every, everyone staying. But man, it was magical. It was absolutely hot. First of all, it was ridiculously <laughs> it was hot. Scorching hot. Yeah. Um, Welcome fall. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Not in L.A. But um, I tell you what, man, being there and uh, being a part of that history, because, you know, you have Vin doing his last home game at, at Dodger Stadium, and to tie it in the ninth with your rookie shortstop and then win it in the tenth in a walk-off home run to clinch the National League West on Vin's – I mean, his last yeah, call is going to be – a game-winning home run, a walk-off home run to clinch National League yeah. West. I mean, you cannot... Last call at home. Yeah. Right? yeah. Last call at home. You cannot write that. I mean, that is just in... I mean, in a million years, if you would have told me that before we went to the game, I'm like, no, this is not Hollywood. No, that's it's not going to happen. Yeah, even leading up to it, it was... The magic number kept dwindling down, and they yeah. got a little help from our hated Giants over there. And it's <laughs> one game left as the magic number on Vin's last home game. It was just set up. So, and then they go down and then have to come from behind. It was just perfect. Yeah. If, if you wrote this in a movie, they'd say, no, that's a little too cheesy. It's yeah. too on yes. the nose. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It was too perfect. Uh, it was fantastic. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, even not as a diehard Dodger fan, as an Angel fan, just oh, being yeah. there and feeling the energy and and just, ah, it was great. Yeah. It was great. And you know what? The Dodger fan experience, it has, they've stepped it up. Oh, yeah. They're a great fan base. I mean, it's, it's, it's so much fun. And well, the fan base has always <laughs> been great. Right. But I mean, the stadium itself. Oh yeah, it doesn't smell like a truck stop anymore. It smells like <laughs> garlic fries now. I think that and, was the McCourt. Yeah, fantastic. Era. Yeah, they got a little shady yeah, there. For it was a bit. great. I, oh, I yeah. enjoyed. I enjoyed it very much. The, obviously, getting in and out of the stadium is not the best, but still, a great, great experience all around. Yeah. Um, for a trick for people, use ways because I've gone to Dodger Stadium probably about twenty different ways. On ways. <laughs> There's a billion ways to get there. It, there is a billion ways to get there. And yeah, it, it got us. We came from where we were at. It took us about 37 minutes to get there, which is quite a miracle on a day where the stadium is sold out. Is that a helicopter? So Dodgers, Vic, what uh, what do we got in store? You know what? I tell you, I, I'll tell you this, that this team... Okay, in the past, when they've won the National League West, you always had a, a, a sense of hope, but it was tethered hope it was like okay they're gonna be good um we have to get really lucky to get into the world series you you never felt there was something magical about a team this year you, you feel it and, and and i'm hoping that they win the world series you know they might not um but this is a different team than any other dodger team in recent history in, in recent history that has gotten to this point and and i think they know it i think they they know it they feel it it's what's, uh, what's so special about this team I think Victor's kind of hitting it, and it's you can't explain it. You just feel it. And I, I know exactly what he's saying when they've won titles and gone into the playoffs, and you see the other teams in there, and you think, oh, well, maybe yeah. they can get something. <laughs> but there's something about the way these guys, the chemistry and the way they're interacting and the way they're winning games. You just, you. it sounds so silly when you say it out loud, but you just feel it. How there's much, something it different. Really does, How much yeah. credit goes to Dave Roberts for oh, that? Oh, a huge amount of All credit. All the credit, I think. Yeah, he, he yeah. completely changed the atmosphere in that dugout. Out. Um, again, he's he's a he's a players coach. You know, he's the raw raw coach. He's Tommy Lasorda now. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, these guys have rallied behind him. And and obviously, he's a good skipper. He knows what he's doing. Does and he win NL Manager of the Year? If he doesn't, there's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, you're not biased or anything. No, no. <laughs> not at all. But but no. I do want to say this season with Dave Roberts in the past few years with Mattingly, 
I, it felt like every few games you've heard someone complaining about some decision right. or something Mattingly did. This season, I don't think I've I've heard if I've heard a complaint, it's very rare. You don't hear anyone saying, "Oh, Roberts messed up. He shouldn't have done this. That was a poor decision. It was poor, you know, moving this guy or slotting that guy around." You haven't heard anything really yeah. from the fan base bashing him, which is a no, great sign. Not at all, because this is fans. essentially a very similar team to what and, they had last year. Yeah, and and the amount of injuries and um, dealing with the Puig situation. I mean, when Kershaw went down with his injury, the the Dodgers were eight games yeah. behind the Giants. Eight games behind wow. the Giants. They hated Giants. They hated Giants, and it didn't matter. It just it did not matter. This team just kept rolling and winning. Um, there's no. This is it's an incredible thing that you know the majority of the pitchers that come and, and pitch for the Dodgers they don't go more than five or six innings, and then the the bullpen comes in and that's who really has been the all star for yes. for the Dodgers this year has been their bullpen. Without that bullpen, the, you know this they're they're not going to the to the to the playoffs. And um, that's amazing how they turned it around yeah. from just oh. what last year, right? Yeah. When last the bullpen year, was awful. Yeah, the bullpen was completely games, awful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then I mean Andre Ethier just came back. He's been gone all year. Andy Van Slyke is is out. He hasn't been since the beginning of the season. I mean, there's just been so many injuries, so many ways that this team could have folded up and said, you know what, this is just not this. This is not the year, and it didn't happen. They just kept somebody stepped up. They kept clawing back, and and uh, they stepped up to the plate, man. And this team, this team, there's something you know, like we said, there's something special about this team. Who's it looking like Dodgers are going to face in the division series? Uh, you know what? I didn't look at the, I think it's uh, the Nationals. Is it the Nationals? Oh, that's right. Because I the, the Cubs the are so yeah. far ahead, they're going to yeah. get the wild card team. Yeah. So it's going to be the Nationals true, and yeah. the Dodgers, most likely. Yeah. And hopefully, the the hated Giants don't even get the uh, the wild card. I hope they were not. like a. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> because the last even thing, year, because they're hated. Yeah, you do not let them into the playoffs because yeah. you knows what they'll do in the yeah. playoffs. So no, they better just stay at home, <laughs> and and watch the Dodgers win. Well, I'm happy for you and and how great things are for your team. Well done. We're Jeff. just going to blow past an Angels <laughs> oh. update and get right. I'm sorry. Who? Who? We're going to replace there is, there that. Is, there is one Angel update. They showed Mike Trout on the Jumbotron at Dodger Stadium. Wow. And uh, they did future Dodger no, Mike Trout. but. Really? And of course, he got booed. He did get booed. I was <laughs> but not it was that. not. It was not. An, if they had put a giant up there, it would have been twenty times worse. Sure. Than, sure. than putting Mike Trout up there. So, I mean, yeah, it was it was a smattering of booze. Yeah. It wasn't like a huge, you know, yeah. it was a smattering of booze. And then as soon as he was gone, like everybody was cool. Let's talk about Vin. Sunday, October 2nd, 2016 marks the end of an era when Vin Scully calls his final game up in San Francisco. You'd be hard-pressed to find a human being on the planet more universally loved than Vin. Regardless of the team you root for, there is no denying Vin is and will likely always be the greatest there ever was. I mean, no yeah. one comes close yeah. <laughs> as far as baseball announcing. No. I no. mean, you. we actually talked about it at the game and the fact we were massively spoiled to have Chick Hearn yes. and Vin Scully I was just announcing say, yeah. the two greatest in their sports at announcing games. And you could make the argument that either one was the best mm -hmm. ever. It's just amazing. Yeah. It's just when you transcend your market, because every team has their guy that calls their games. But when people from, you know, from Texas, from New York, from Florida, they know who Vin Scully is, just like they knew who Chick Hearn was. So whenever you're you're so good that people outside of the team you're calling for know who you are, that says everything you need to know right there. Absolutely. Yeah, and he did it by himself. Yeah. Yeah. And we won't see that again. No. 
Yes. Never. No. Yeah. Now they have like three or four people in there. Um, and yeah. on the field reporting. And on yeah. the field reporting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, well, we won't see anything like Vin. And the thing uh, with Vin, soon. though, is that he, stories, he yeah. paints the perfect picture. When I'm driving home, and I'll listen to the games when the Angels and Dodgers are playing, and sure. I'll tune into... It's the best part of playing the yeah, Dodgers. It's the best part of playing the Dodgers, and I'll tune, tune into Dodgers. And it's great that, you know what, he'll let the audience set the picture, he'll frame it up, and it just plays out. He's like the conductor. Mm-hmm. And there yeah. he goes. Yeah. And you get a history lesson. Oh, oh, yeah. The thing I... Actually, to kind of pull back the curtain on the podcast, contrary to what you might think, we actually put some preparation into this show. Uh, I've been doing do? it wrong this whole time. <laughs> I know. Damn it. A little bit. A little bit. But the preparation and research that it has to take for him to have all of that knowledge at hand is just amazing. And I've been yeah. you know, reading up on it as it's been more reported in his final season. And it's just incredible. All the... The work that he yeah. has to mm-hmm. put in, he knows where to the, be there. where these guys went to high school, who they're you know yeah. Yeah. what yeah. their moms fed them when they were you know thirteen years old. <laughs> right. He knows everything. Yeah. It's like how, how do you even start to find some of this stuff out? It's amazing. At the same time, he's able to keep it fresh and and spontaneous because he doesn't prepare any of his lines. Like they they asked him, you know, do you prepare for like if they win the the game or if they win the the series or this or that do you, do you prepare what you're going to say he says no i just i want to live in the moment and don't it yeah. feel too canned and mm-hmm. fake if it doesn't it's not genuine yeah yeah you know it's funny um growing up a dodger fan he's the only voice that i've known uh as a dodger fan i mean other than you know uh, rick monday and any other guys that do the because you know as he got older he went every other inning and then they sure. didn't go on the road but Oh man, I, I tell you what, um, he's going to be sorely, sorely missed, and it's going to be unlike uh, anything that Dodger fans have gone through. Um, you know, and I have a two-year-old son, and, and it's sad to me to know that he's going to grow up and he's not going to know Vin Scully. That is just crazy, is crazy to me. You know, I mean, this is the guy who, uh, and, you, and you could go on for days on, on what what he's done and what he's called. You know, he was the, he called um, uh, Joe Joe Carter's game-winning home run. He was there for Hank Aaron's 715th home run. Uh, you know, Kurt Gibson, Jack Clark, which oh my God, to this day, yes, still one of my Jack. saddest moments as a Dodger fan was Jack Clark. It was 1985, and they're playing the Cardinals. And I remember yelling at the, even at that age, I remember yelling at the screen for Tommy Lasorda to walk Jack Clark, walk him. Why are you pitching to him? Why are you pitching to him? And then he hits a home run. And the great thing about Vin is that he's not a Homer, you know. No, he calls no, it like he all. calls it as he sees it. Just and like just Chick, like, just like the two Chick. of them Chick, had Chick that was in not common. a Homer whatsoever, yep. and he called it like a Dodgers hit a home run. You know what I mean? Like he, and it, it's just it's. It By the was, way, it's called rainbows and butterflies, not Homer. <laughs> <laughs> know your terminology. Ah, uh, jeez. Oh, you know, I still remember that feeling of of when Jack Clark hit the hit that home run and, and Vin calling it. Uh, and then you go to the, the, you switch it over in 1988, and um, trying to remember exactly what he said, but you know you have Kurt Gibson coming up to the, to the plate, and uh, as a fan, you're like you're on the edge of your seat, you know, and he's talking about you know the Dodgers have called him all year long, and he's answered the call every time, and 
in my head, like I have it replaying right now, and all I hear is "She is gone," you oh. know. <laughs> and then you see you see Kurt Gibson going around the the bases, you know, and, and doing he the says, arm pump, doing the arm pump, and Vince, and Vince is all, you know, in a year that has been so improbable, the impossible happens. Yeah. How do you come up yeah. with that yeah. on the fly? Yeah. On the fly, <laughs> in such a huge emotional <laughs> yeah. moment. I mean, it's the yeah. perfect thing to say. You know what I mean? Oh, well, you know, man. He, he was always so steady with his calls. I mean, you, you could hear the excitement in his voice, but he was never over the top with right. his excitement. And that's one of the things you had to respect about them, him is because, you know, he was just, just steadfast yeah. in his announcing. Yeah. You want to know what impressed me? I mentioned the wind beneath my wings earlier. Oh, yes. So it, <laughs> I got the news up, update, speaking of ESPN updates, that uh, Vince Scully releases Wind Beneath My Wings on iTunes today. Oh, <laughs> awesome. So I was it's like, that, one hit. that's pretty cool when you are as old as he is and you're releasing a new track right? on, uh, Absolutely. on iTunes. Absolutely. Oh, I hope somebody remixes it because <laughs> yeah. that would be amazing. And, I'm sure it's already up. Here's yeah. the amazing thing is... I, when I looked at it and I looked at the song, I said, okay, Vince Scully artist. So I clicked on it because I thought that's cool. Not his only uh, recording. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I'd like to play a little something for you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Vin Scully reads the rosary for wow. you. Now, that how is awesome fantastic. is that? He's done it all now. That'll get all you Dodger yeah. fans to church. He makes <laughs> it, Wow. He really does make anything sound good. <laughs> it's amazing. You heard the grocery list that he <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard that one. Yeah. yeah. So good. The that guy's voice is just it's is fantastic. <laughs> well, you know what? We got more Vin to talk about. We actually have a quote game. Did Vin say this quote? We got that coming up. And we're also going to talk USC, UCLA, Galaxy, of course. Of course. All that coming up right after this. To build a championship team, today's general managers analyze their players using data and metrics. What if that same information were available to help you maximize the success of your business? Enter Snowfly. Snowfly works with both large and small businesses to identify and collect data relevant to their specific goals. Snowfly's innovative analysis and reporting tools define critical behavior metrics in employees and can drastically improve your hiring and overall productivity. Go to snowfly.com or call 877-SNOWFLY. That's 877-SNOWFLY. Call today. Oh, that voice. It's good. It is. <laughs> it's got a little Johnny Cash going on. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. Hey, you can't, bring, yeah. me, bring me back to the game. I'm going to start crying. I was going to say, there's no hate, no hate couch when this song's on, right? <laughs> no. There's there's no, no, no. Nobody hates that guy. No. You always walk You can't. You can't. I mean, not to take away from that, but if it was anyone else doing that in 2016... <laughs> I don't think they could have got away with it. No. Probably not. Uh, if Eric did it. <laughs> Eric, yes. I agree. It would have been a Neil Diamond song. <laughs> but, yeah. Everywhere around the world. They come to America. Today. Today. Oh, I love it. All right. Well, you know what, guys? I put together a little game for you. We're going to test oh, how nice. well you know Vin Scully quotes. Ooh. Now, these weren't necessarily announced during a game. They're just quotes of his. <laughs> you overheard he said. <laughs> yeah. Maybe at a party. Or, yeah. But I'm going to give you uh, 
the quote, and then I'll say Vin or another name, and you got to decide who it was. Got it. All right. Let's see. Let's My money's see on Vic. How you guys do? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Vic, you should get this. As long as you live, keep smiling because it brightens everybody's day. I like that one. Is that Vin Scully or Jerry Lewis? Vin Scully. That's a Jerry Lewis. I would say Jerry yeah. Lewis. Ooh, Darren is the only one right. Oh, nice. Well yeah. done. Nice. Darren with one. Losing feels worse than winning feels good. Is that Vin Scully or Kobe? That, does, that doesn't sound like Vin either. That's a Kobe thing. Yeah, that sounds more like Kobe. I'm going to go against you guys. I'm going to go with Vin. Wow, Darren is two oh, for two. Gosh. That's also Vin. What, That's what, a great has, quote. You gave him the answers. You <laughs> that angel is fan. a great quote. You angel fans are working <laughs> you guys together. You beat by an angel fan. Losing feels worse than winning feels good. I like that one. If you don't love the Dodgers, there's a good chance you may not get into heaven. Vin Scully or Tommy Lasorda? Oh, it's Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> yeah. That's Tommy. <laughs> yeah, no ifs, ands, or buts about that one. All right. Tommy Lasorda it is. It is Tommy Lasorda. Right. You also going with Tommy Yeah, I'll Lasorda? go Tommy. Yeah, that's definitely Tommy <laughs> Lasorda for sure. Here we go. Statistics are used much like a drunk uses a lamppost for support, not illumination. Vin Scully <laughs> or Cubs manager Joe Madden? I'm going to go Vin on that one. I'm going to go with Joe. I'm going to go with Joe. That is actually Vin Scully. Oh, wow. Nice. Illumination was the key word. Darren got his first one wrong. <laughs> <laughs> my work is a love for me. I do it for free, but don't tell my bosses. Vin Scully or Chick Hearn? If you didn't say Chick one. Hearn, I would have said Vin. I'm going to go with Vin. I'm going to go with Vin, too, yeah. Well, I'll go against the grain. I'll say Chick. And Vic is correct. Ooh. That's actually Chick. That's a good nice. one. The roar of the crowd has always been the sweetest music. Ben. It's intoxicating. Oh, that's, that's Vin. <laughs> yeah, that's Vin. Yeah. All right. I yeah. won't even give you options on that one. Good is not good when better is expected. Vin Scully or John Wooden? John Wooden. Vin Scully. I thought that was uh, Talladega Nights. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't first, you're last. Vin Scully. I'll go, I'll go Vin Scully on that one. That is actually Vin. Nice. I threw in John Wooden because it sounds like a yeah, John Wooden oh, quote yeah, for yeah. sure, but that's a, that's a great line. Uh, and final quote. We should all use Khloe Kardashian as our barometer. <laughs> Vin Scully or Ben Garcia? I, uh, even though I've heard Vin uh... say it, I... I <laughs> I think that was in passing. That's not an official quote from right, Ben. So right, right, yeah. Ben. No, that is, of course, Ben Garcia. <laughs> yeah, from of course. Speaking of, of Ben, I, I think he took over our Twitter feed today. I saw a, a Kardashian tweet. Oh, <laughs> come on. Did he really? Yeah. Does he yeah. know how to tweet? Uh, probably stop not. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Ben. He uh, is not here tonight. His daughter is not feeling well. We wish yeah. her all the best. Worst feeling in the world. But a great, yeah, he's he's a great dad. So, yeah, he's a good guy. Good stuff, guys. Vin will be missed. But we need to move on. <laughs> that sounded a little sensitive. <laughs> anyway, enough, enough out of you, Vince. Let me, let me clean that up. <laughs> enough out of you. That's <laughs> 67 years, oh, goddammit. <laughs> 67 Our turn. years. Our turn. Yeah. Let's move on to a little USC football. Uh, way, to, way to take things down here. Sorry, Hammer. We got to do it. We have an obligation. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Crack open a beer for this one. That rough, huh? I'm going to need to strap in for this one. Yeah. Here we go. You need something yep. a little bit more stronger. USC, of course, played Utah this past weekend, and it was 
Not good. Not good. Not good. So USC <laughs> lost the game 31. Is that, is that the reasoning for the 70 text messages that we got? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, ben yeah. and I had a nice little text thread going that no one else participated in. Yeah. And I think you guys woke up to... Uh, I think I silenced the actually, but do not disturb on that yeah. one. And the funny thing about it is that one point in time, you guys were rooting for Utah. Yeah, we were just, yeah, they did it weird. to themselves. You deserve to lose. <laughs> By the end of the game, yeah, we were, we went the other direction. Yeah. It was full circle, full bipolar uh, guys in shorts for you. So, um, like I mentioned last week, going into this game, I was okay with the one and two record because the losses were to number one Alabama and number seven Stanford. Coming into this game, Utah was ranked 24. They were undefeated. So a loss, I don't think would be the worst thing. But you, like we mentioned, USC had the talent to keep up with Stanford. It was just some key mistakes and, and some bigger plays on Stanford's part that they were just that a little bit better than, than USC. So a loss wouldn't be the worst thing, but Utah was definitely beatable. So they came into this game. Uh, it was kind of a statement game. It was away at Utah Friday night. You know, not a lot going on. So the spotlight was on them. And USC had three turnovers in the first half. So wow. it was, oh, it was yeah. a little Ouch. scary that they were they were making the same mistakes that they made, just mental errors. But despite having three turnovers, they were able to hold Utah to only a touchdown and uh, and a field goal in the first half. So, so they actually went into the second half with the lead, seventeen to ten. So I was feeling great. About the game at this point because they had three turnovers, right. they made those mistakes, but they're still up at the half. So I could it, see that in the text thread where you guys were like, I, "I'm happy with." Uh, Listen, I, I, pull, I pulled the notes directly from the text thread. This is uh, you're called, reading them verbatim. Right? It's called yeah. show yeah. prep, guys. <laughs> behind the curtain love here, love it. So uh, you know, I think you, that's how Vin does it. Actually, you talk, the text threads. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to touch that one. Here we go. So even though with the turnovers, Utah wasn't able to take advantage. They only, you know, were held to a, a touchdown and a field goal. USC was going to make the adjustments. They were going to keep running the ball. And so I was feeling pretty good that they were going to beat the number 24 team in the nation and kind of start to turn around their season. So in the third quarter, they continued to dominate. They had a 90, the highlight of the third quarter was a 91 yard drive. It was capped off by a Sam Darnold touchdown. So again, like we mentioned, he was named the starter. So the freshman QB looked good. He was running the ball. He looked good. He got in the end zone. He was getting our running backs going. USC is back. We got this. The route is on. It is time to, nice, to keep, nice, keep nice. pressing. And then it all went sideways. They abandoned Not the run. Nice. They started passing. Really? They, they just went away from what was working. They were running all over them. And they just, it seems like they went away from the Yeah, run. why would you want to start stopping the clock? Yeah, and th that, that's the part that kind of confused me. And and, and another key situation uh, in the fourth quarter, they were on the fourth and three on the Utah 37 and USC punted. So this happened last week, and we criticized them because they were on the other team's half with the lead, and you're you're punting over to them. So I get the idea of wanting to pin the team deep, but at the same time, it's fourth and three, and you've been running all over their defense. Why not take a gamble? If you give them the ball at the 37, that's really not right. great field position. Yeah. Right. And if it's too much of a kick, then you know you, you might as well go for it. So it was kind of a confusing move. Yeah, you know what's funny too is uh, you know how the the uh, metrics guys have taken over uh, baseball. Oh, it's yeah. actually yeah. Yeah. It's seeped into basketball now with all the metric guys. It has not penetrated football because even in the NFL, um, the metrics say. Go for you get four downs, you go four downs. You know, most of the time you're going to be okay. And you the, know, the and stats even say you can onside kick every time. Yeah, yeah. And uh -huh. with the percentages, eventually that's going to if it's going to work pay, in your yeah, favor. Same exactly, with two point yeah. conversions. Yeah. 
USC in the past has kind of put the foot on the throat and stepped on it and said, all right, let's keep going. But instead of doing that, it looks like they tried to defend the lead. And that's just not USC football. So you you turn the ball over uh, to Utah, and then they're able to get two quick uh, touchdown drives. So they cut the lead 27-24. Like I mentioned, they punted in in a bad situation, and then it unraveled even more. They gave the ball to Utah on the seven-yard line with five minutes left, and then Utah just slowly ripped out our hearts. Down mm-hmm. down by a few points, they just went down methodical, just getting play after play. USC started to make penalties, commit stupid penalties. There was one where it was on third down, and you know the the guy wasn't going to catch the ball, and we just had a stupid pass interference call and kept the, kept the drive going, and just bit by bit, just turning the knife little by little uh, and it ended when Utah scored a touchdown in the final seconds and there just wasn't enough time for USC to muster a comeback they just they slowly and very carefully just tore us apart so i think and this was the the feedback that i was getting after the game with all my various th- text threads is helton's not the guy clay helton has got to go it's it's yeah. er- early on in the season and, and w- what makes me think is he, Ben mentioned something uh, a couple weeks ago that stood out to me is maybe he lost the locker room before the season even started. When they really? named yeah. when they named Max Brown the starter, if he, if the team didn't believe that that was the guy, then they were already questioning his decision making. And it doesn't seem like the players are just getting up from. There's rumors coming out that practices aren't going well. There's fights wow. going on. There's wow. even there was a you know someone mentioned a rumor where someone had took a swing at the coach. Oh, so it, it's just. Jeez. Whenever rumors like that are circulating, you know that things are uneasy. Things yeah. might not things be Things are good. probably worse. Yeah, than exactly. Than what's they're getting letting out. on. Yeah. And th- it's just confusing because without having a complete season, they give him a ridiculous, I think, a four- or five-year contract. So you're almost stuck ask, with them. How, yeah. how committed to this guy yeah, are they? They're, commi- they're committed yeah, in terms of years. Wow. But, w- but with that, it's always, you know, the USC boosters usually step up and kind of paying the difference and paying these guys off. But still, it's it's, you know— a little irresponsible financially, a guy who hasn't done anything and you're yeah. giving him four or five years. Such a long, yeah. We mentioned that the talent is there for USC, but the co- they are shooting themselves in the foot. They are having yeah. stupid, stupid penalties. They're making poor decisions, and they're just not playing the USC football that we've, we've become accustomed to. They're one in three for the first time since 2001. Oh, that's wow. Back, wow. That's back when, wow. you know, they were not great, you know, <laughs> pre, pre Carson Palmer days. So, so things are not good for USC. This, this might be like a six and six wow. situation for USC, which is unheard of wow. in the past 10, 15 years. So things are not good. Had to uh, crack, crack the beverage. They gonna beat UCLA? I think they could beat UCLA. They have the talent. They have the talent. They, they could the play. They could play with pretty much anybody in the Helton country. Screws it up. Yeah, but it's gonna be. It's gonna come down to coaching. And I'm not gonna say it. I'm not oh. gonna say UCLA has better coaching. Oh. But, 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 but uh, I can we'll see. see. We'll see when we tell. get there. We will see when we get there. Take a drink. <laughs> Take yeah, a I drink will. after that. Well, speaking of UCLA. Shall we do our favorite new segment? <laughs> it's, it's the fastest growing segment in <laughs> oh, yeah. Southern California. USC fans report UCLA football. We don't have Ben here. Do you have enough I, to, I, to yeah. give us? Can you, you know, give us just a taste? Because I'm a professional podcaster, oh. I came ready. <laughs> That's what I love about <laughs> you. So, uh, you know what? There's Vin Scully and then there's Eric. And I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I don't know if I'd go in that order. I'd maybe go Eric. <laughs> <laughs> but, a little bit. But nice. I'll take it. It's you good company. You've been doing it seven months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm you coming ready for you. Yeah. yeah, 66 yeah. and a half more years. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I would have been up for the update had the result been different. But uh, Stanford beat UCLA 22-13. But I'm going to give UCLA some credit. They led for the majority of the game. They oh, wow. Sh- they shut down Stanford's offense. At the, they went into halftime up 10-3. Stanford scored an early field goal, but then UCLA was able to get a touchdown and able to, to get on the board. So they were holding Stanford pretty much to just field goals, even with yeah. their, their Heisman candidate, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Right. They, they couldn't get anything going. They, Stanford had to settle for turning the ball over and for getting field goals. So they even had the lead going into half. So when I'm looking at the score and you know checking the game, I'm saying, how, how is UCLA still in this? <laughs> Late in the fourth, it was 13 to 9. UCLA was leading. And then when it came down to it for the final drive, Stanford kicked it on. They went down very methodically. And this was the Stanford who I thought I was going to see the entire game. But they yeah. scored a TD when it mattered most. They marched down the field, got the touchdown, and pretty much put UCLA out of their misery. And then at the very end of the game, they sacked Rosen. And then they ran another uh Touchdown in after sacking uh, right. Rosen and he fumbled the ball. So the score was twenty two thirteen, but it was really much closer than that, right. especially with how how well the and, UCLA defense. And just played. to remind everyone, USC lost to Stanford ten to twenty seven. So UCLA <laughs> put on What's a better performance. What's the math on that? The, listen, uh, <laughs> I, I don't like to dwell in the past. <laughs> yeah, UCLA defensively definitely put on a better performance than USC. I'll did, give it to him there. Did Stanford just not show up? Did they not did, take UCLA seriously you know, to, or what? To pull something from my, my Galaxy update, they just weren't clicking. It just didn't oh, seem like they can get it going. I haven't and, heard that. But you have to give credit to, to UCLA <laughs> for playing great defense. They, they're very Rams-ish. The, the, oh, really? The, the defense is there. I like there, them already. <laughs> but they, they, the offense... The offense is is tough to get going. Gotcha. So so UCLA is uh, the miniature Rams, the junior Rams over there. Okay, so, the JV team. Uh, they might be a contender in the Pac-12 South. It's going to see how they do against the other teams. So I'm just happy that they lost this weekend. <laughs> because the only thing worse than a USC loss right, is a right. UCLA uh, win against a ranked opponent. And you just said, well, they lost by fewer points, so UCLA yeah. must be better than USC. If they say, well, Stanford beat you up and we beat – it just would have never oh, heard yeah. the end of it from oh, yeah, for so, sure. So as long as we both lose, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good stuff, Hammer. Thank you for for in- indulging us. I know it's I know it's tough losers, to right? talk UCLA. <laughs> we appreciate it. You know, I don't mind when they lose. Going back to the Rams. Oh, yeah. Let's talk a little Woo! Rams. We do have our separate Rams show podcast where of course you can get all your Rams news, but let's let's just touch on the great game. We were actually at the Dodger game when this went down, but Darren you probably what could. did we see? Ooh, Gone oh my the Dodger gosh. game twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the Rams took it, thirty-seven to thirty-two, and um, I'm honestly, guys, Sunday morning, Casa Besa was on fire. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we were clicking on all cylinders, yeah, and you know what? Is. This is how bad it got. At one point in time, my neighbor, who I'm very on good terms with. He came over and knocked on the door and said, is everything okay? <laughs> really? He wow. That's how loud it got? That's great. Yeah, he knows we're a Rams fan. <laughs> However, he, he's not really involved in football. Yeah. So we had to explain to him, you know what? The Rams were back in Los Angeles. This might be a customary thing. <laughs> get <laughs> it used to it. Sunday, <laughs> as long as we get these wins. And yes, yes, going 
beating That's Tampa great. Bay 37 to 32. It felt good. And it wasn't the most necessarily the most elegant game, but you know what? We got the win at the end. At the end, so that's a lot of points that they put on the board. Yeah, yeah. yes, five that's touchdowns. Impressive. So uh, Ben, yeah, bachelor and, Jeff. Uh, did you Jeff? get your Did you get your jumbo jack? <laughs> I no. heard about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right, right. Right. What's yeah. the deal on that? after uh, two touchdowns? Buy a large drink, you get a jumbo jack for free. Shout out to Jordan Hickman for posting that yeah. on our Facebook. <laughs> yeah, good stuff, man. Did not. I got to remember yeah. that. Yeah, and this is the. I, I was reading online. This is the first time that they're two and one since two thousand and six. Yep. Yes, it's that been crazy. Ten years. I mean, this is obviously the first time since uh, Jeff Fisher has took over the team. But ten years yeah. going two and one. This is the fifth time we've beat uh, Tampa Bay during the regular season. So you know, it's kind of expected that uh, we beat Tampa Bay. But it, it honestly, it felt good. It felt good to uh, beat Tampa Bay. I know we have uh, uh, Cardinals coming up uh, next week, so it's going to be a great game also. It's a division game. That's a big game. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely yeah, a division game, so uh, we're going to look forward to that. But uh, Do you know, what, you know what other team is 2-1? Hmm. The Raiders? What? Oh. oh. <laughs> ben, you know is what? that you? Ben's not yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give him 30 no, no, seconds no. today. I say that because he was he was all about destroying the Rams, and the Raiders are going to have the most incredible season ever. Yeah. And we had the same record. That's we right. We have the same record. That's, right. That's right. Same record. Can I pump the brakes? It's three, three games into the season. I know I'm the world's worst friend. You, you know what? You shut your mouth yeah. over there. Nobody cares what you have to say. Debbie you know what? You know how they get they get me with the jumbo jacks. <laughs> Getting jumbo jacks and I'm, on, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm just excited that I'm closer to not having to submit a bachelor video. Yeah. You only have, what, three more touchdowns uh, to go. Yeah. So, yeah, they've got yeah. five. We might so. still submit good. one anyway. Well, without yeah. your knowledge. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just send uh, in the YouTube stuff. video that we did. We'll send that one in. Oh, God. The Olympic one. All right. For more Rams news, <laughs> check out our Rams show. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. You know what? We got one more team to report, and that is, of course, everyone's favorite Galaxy update. We're finish back. strong, right? Hammer? Yeah, we're going to finish strong. You? I do got it. You're getting a lot of hammer uh, this episode. I know. A lot of hammer. So, uh, and For all the listeners out there who... You know, want a hammer heavy episode. Yes. You're welcome. This is our Vince Scully and the Hammer. There's our, your title of the episode right there. There we go. <laughs> our bipolar soccer reporter, Hammer. Oh, are ready. we on the swing or downswing? We are on the downswing, oh, ladies and gentlemen. We're, back. We're going <laughs> back down again. Listen, you're not going to get two weeks in a row of me being happy. You know that's not how it works here. So the LA Galaxy lost 4-2 to two to the Seattle Sounders. The, the tough part about this one is the Galaxy could have clinched a play off spot with a win so they had that to play for they still have like a 99.9 percent chance of making the playoffs but we do positioning is important so being able to clinch and then think about positioning is important but as of right now they still technically have not clinched a playoff spot uh, part of the reason for this loss as well is Seattle was playing for their lives. They're trying to get into the playoffs. So they're, they're going to be very scrappy right now right. because they're they're trying to, to earn their spot. So it was kind of a dangerous game for L.A. because the pressure wasn't really on them because they could have clinched a playoff spot, but it really wasn't necessary. Whereas, time. whereas Seattle, it was a must-win game for them. Uh, Giovanni Dos Santos was back in the starting lineup, but their midfield kind of went back to including some v- veterans. They kind of went away from the youngsters that were clear clicking and playing well. So that was, uh, you know, a little disheartening where they didn't, you know, the the coach Bruce Arena kind of didn't keep what was working before. Um, So 
it was gonna, so you got the feeling this was gonna be more of a grind it out game instead of a get after it game. They were kind of kind of try to absorb Seattle rather than go after them. That's the way I felt based on the starting lineup. But once okay. the game started, they were definitely putting the pressure on at the beginning. The Galaxy was able to get on the board. Uh, Robbie Keane, who started the game, was able to score on a great pass from Sebastian Legit. Uh, Seattle then had a corner kick and they were able to capitalize that. They got a Yellow Van Dam own goal. So as as great as Yellow Van Dam has been this season, he was put one in the back of our own net. Uh, can't be too mad at him when you're a defender and you're a big guy. Happens, yeah. You're trying to clear it out. You try to yeah. just get anything you can on it. He got you know bounced off his head and went in. So he still had a decent game, but it wasn't uh, you know an amazing game like he's had in probably the last uh, three games that he's played in. Uh, in the second half, they really couldn't get the chemistry chemistry going. They weren't clicking. You know, shocking, oh shocking. My gosh. <laughs> what? <laughs> but the, 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 the passes weren't connecting. The shots didn't look impressive. And it, it was a hot day. It was ninety plus degrees. Mm. And but and that it looked like it drained the galaxy. But on the same token, Seattle was playing in the same weather and they looked like they were hungry and they were going after it. So the game changer came in the 63rd minute. Uh, Jordan Morris, who's a 21-year-old rookie out of Stanford, he absolutely embarrassed one of our defenders. He smoked him. He burned our defender, Daniel Stairs, and uh, he just... You know, they kind of got in a little slap fight battle, slapping oh. with each other, and he got one hand past <laughs> Dan. Fight. Yeah, it was, it was pretty impressive. So the, he's, you know, got past our defender, Daniel Stairs, and just sprinted towards the goal and left him in the dust. And he still had a little bit left to do, and he had a great finish. So as an American, that makes me very happy because Jordan Morris is kind of <laughs> on the radar for the U.S. national team. Okay. And we have some World Cup qualifiers coming out. But as a fan of the Galaxy, this is not what I want you to do well, Jordan Morris. <laughs> so, against somebody yeah. else. Against somebody yeah, else. Yeah, go, go work, workshop that against someone else. So Twitter <laughs> Twitter was all over Daniel Stairs saying how horrible he is and how bad he is. And he hasn't been that bad for the Galaxy. Right. Said, you know, had some goals in a few key moments, but but he he got embarrassed on this play. After the game, he said that he got fouled, but like I mentioned, they were both kind of slapping at each other. This is the situation where the, either the man or the ball, you yeah. either you know, clock them and take it's them out or, the other. or you're, you go both. after the ball, but he, he couldn't get either one going, and so he looked a little silly there. But that was a game changer, because after that, uh, they brought Landon Donovan in. We know after last week, Landon, Saint Landon. Saint Landon was our savior, came in and <laughs> rescued us, and I don't know if the team thought, oh, Landon's in. We just, we, we had this. It's <laughs> over but no take a break. Th- things took a turn the other direction oh no yeah jordan morris scored again quickly after that and then shortly after that the uh ozzy alonzo scored a beautiful shot so it was 4-1 shortly after oh. that first goal wow. so things got out of hand very very quickly and the galaxy responded they just they just didn't have a response for seattle who just was all over them for a, a good 15 20 minute stretch and that's really all it took yeah. their subs coming yeah. off the bench were landon donovan steven gerard and alan gordon and there is not a spring chicken in the no. mix there no. so <laughs> i mentioned having you know the youth and having some energy but and part of me thinks it's a good thing to have a veteran presence coming off the bench but when all three of your subs that you're using are all Older guys, yeah, I don't know. Sure. That you need some some youth in there. And when they finally did start to look like they had some fight in them, fight in them, it was too little, too late. They got a penalty at the very end. It was like a garbage time goal. So the the game did end four two. But it's 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 just I'm bipolar. I'm down on the galaxy this <laughs> yeah. week. I just I don't know what to think because I, the best team that I've seen play this season is not the team with our you know quote unquote marquee players, our designated players, and. 
I, there's just no way in hell that Bruce Arena doesn't play Robbie Keane or Steven Gerrard. But the truth is, those guys really shouldn't be in our starting lineup. Robbie Keane could probably come off the bench and still serve a purpose. Steven Gerrard, the second half of the season, has yeah, been no, just an he, absolute he needs disaster. To be on the bench. Based on, he definitely needs I don't to know that he should even be playing because he's not he, he's not contributing even when he does come into the game. So right. so that's that's what's throwing me off, and I don't know if that's. Just it's not age happen. or form. He's been injured. He hasn't been playing consistent minutes. So, but it's just not going to happen. If he's yeah, healthy, it's not gonna happen. if he's breathing, they're going to put him on the field. field. Yeah. So yeah. there are huge games, and I say huge, you know, Donald Trump style huge <laughs> uh, against FC Dallas because FC Dallas is in first place. Right. So this is going to tell me: Do the gal- are the Galaxy for real? Do they belong or do they not? Can they compete with FC Dallas, who has been the best team in M- MLS this season? Is that game at home? They have an away game against Dallas this weekend, okay. and then they play Dallas at home after that. So they need to – I'd be happy with an away tie because of how well FC Dallas has been playing. Mm-hmm. But if really, if they want to keep position, they have to go They have to go for the win. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we know Dallas is going to bring it. So I, th- I think it's going to be a good test for them. So we're going to see, are they contenders? If, they, if, if Dallas embarrasses them – away and is able to steal a win here in Los Angeles as well, then oh, the Galaxy aren't deserving. Yeah, no. Could, because You're, that just yeah. shows that they're on the downward spiral. They need to get up and get excited for this game. Well, Hammer, I'm sorry they lost, but you know what? <laughs> you can't pound any nails without the downswing. So things are going to look up next oh, week. Well done. Was that a, a construction? Hey, oh, come on, right? <laughs> Put well, a lot of thought well, into that. You know, <laughs> since I, I was myself I that Vince Gulley just pulled it out of the air. <laughs> I know, right? Well All done. All right. We got to get going. Before we do, though, uh, we do need to mention Jose Fernandez. Oh, such a tragic yeah, so sad. Awful. story. If you didn't know, he was the Marlins pitcher, 24 years old, who was killed in a boating accident the other day. So um, young. Tragic. Yeah. Very sad, but, you know, kind of an uplifting response. And it just shows how sports in our culture yeah. is so important, especially in, in times of sorrow like that. Especially D Gordon, did you see D D Gordon's home run? That was that's what it's all about. Yeah. When you when you think about, you know, what sports means to having a teammate and that brotherhood and that family, and just that moment was magical. You know, for yeah. those of you who may not know, D Gordon, who's a left-handed hitter, he started his uh, his at bat batting right-handed with Fernandez's helmet, took a pitch, switched to back to his regular stance, and hit a home run. And this was his first home run of the year with how deep in the season we are. And it's his first home run. And he just rounded the bases in tears. And it was just such an emotional moment. You can tell what it meant to him, what it meant to the team. It it was just, you know, if you you don't get tears in your eyes watching that, you're not, you're not human. Yeah, it was and amazing. I was, you know, reading, and some people are calling this, you know, one of the greatest home runs in in baseball history. Yeah, you know, it's you got to watch it. It's it's hard to describe, um, but once you watch it, you know, you, it's something you're not going to forget. Yeah, and even the the Mets catcher who they were playing against, he, they interviewed him after the game, and he said, as he's rounding third. He, the catcher of the opposing team, has tears in his eyes wow. as these come. Yeah. So it was wow. just yeah. all the way around. That's that's what sports is all about. Yeah. That's very why cool. we love it. Very very cool. Well, on that note, we got to get out of here. We are guys in shorts. Sports Los Angeles. Follow us on Twitter at guys in shorts LA. Find us on Facebook. Check out the website guysinshorts.com. 
You can call and leave us a voicemail at 562-450-3356. Oh, and got to mention the FanDuel League. That's not. Shout out to <laughs> KFull2511, well otherwise done. known as Keith Fullerton, who took oh. first place and the prize money by scoring two points more than our own Darren Besa. <laughs> wow. Always the bridesmaid. I'm you, Never Keith. the bride there. Two points. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, 129 to 127. Yeah, but the Rams won. <laughs> That's right. That's what matters. <laughs> if you want to get in on that FanDuel League, be sure to tweet us, let us know your uh, username on FanDuel, or give us an email email and we will send you an invite to the league it's a ton of fun five bucks per entry uh winner take all and bragging rights yeah good real stuff. money yes thanks for listening and a big thank you to the one and only vin scully you're amazing everything you did We're gonna incredible you. even as an angel fan i yeah. thank you for baseball fans everywhere for what you contributed to the sport yeah, there'll never be anyone else like Finn. I think that's Not safe to close. say. Yeah. He was one of a kind. So we are going to leave you all with our favorite call of Vins. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think so. All right. Yeah, for sure. We'll see you for Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Eric the Portuguese Hammer, and Jeff Wilson. Take it away, Vin. Sacks waiting on deck for the game right now.